Does it sound similar to anything else? (laughs) Business? I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, isn't that funny? You have to have patience. You have to have progress and you have to have consistency, correct? Is that what you said, right? Yep. Yep. Um, And you're going to hit valleys. And you guys, I think that's kind of how it is with everything. You know what I mean? If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Today, we have a special guest for you. Listen, y'all. I don't like to just throw around words and say, I'm inspired. Like, man, no, nah, man, man, you got to be ex- you got to be kicking it. You got to be extra special to be able to inspire me today. I'm inspired. I'm inspired by this person that I'm bringing on to the Wealth Code Seekers podcast. I asked her to come on because I think it's really important for you all to understand the power of passive income and what that really looks like as a healthcare professional. And I'm not talking about crypto. I'm not talking about real estate. I'm not talking about an IRA or a mutual fund. I'm talking about how you make passive income with your current gifts that you have. And so I would like to welcome Katie Dodd onto the Wealth Code Secrets. Hi, Katie. Hi. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. All right. So let's get right into it. Can you tell the people a little bit about like how you even got into this world? Tell them a little bit about who you are, how you got into this world. Just give them your whole story. I love hearing the story. So go ahead. Sure. Sure. So my name is Katie and I'm a registered dietitian. I've been a dietitian for 13 years and I worked a traditional job up until last December. I'm in my fifth month as being a full-time entrepreneur. And I think I've always been an entrepreneur. I just didn't self-identify with being an entrepreneur. I saw patients in my full-time job and I had zero interest and working with humans outside of my full-time job. It's just not what I wanted to do. So I didn't really self-identify as an entrepreneur. And I ended up falling into the side hustle. So finding gigs to do on the side through freelance writing. It was a wonderful opportunity for me because I could do work on my own time, (laughs) freedom, flexibility, do my own thing, and still make money without working with clients. Now, I did that for quite some time. I also shifted into doing webinars, which is kind of very similar. I just talk to a screen, (laughs) educate people similar to writing, but um, just via webinar. And I was doing lots of different side hustles. Now, I ended up falling into what my main passive income source is kind of by accident. Um, I saw on a Facebook group this opportunity to learn more about how you can make money blogging. And I remember when I saw that, I thought, well, goodness. I thought a blog was just like a personal journal, something where you would write about what you ate, what you did, your mom read it, your dad read it, your neighbor read it. I didn't realize that there were people out out there in the world building a legitimate business based around blogging. So I fell into it by accident. And then when I realized, my goodness, I can reach lots of people, spread an important message that I'm really passionate about, truly help people and make money without working with humans, I was like, oh my gosh, sign me up. I started my primary blog called The Geriatric Dietitian on my birthday, June 29th, 2019. And I just worked on learning something called search engine optimization. That's how you get your website found online. And I really focused on building up massive traffic. 
Now, I will share along this time, I fell into Greg's world and started learning more about how to position myself as a business owner, how to think like a business owner, how to act like a business owner, and not treating this like a hobby, but truly treating it like a business. My website grew and grew and had really amazing success. Right now, it has over 100,000 people visiting the website every month. It brings in over $4,000 in passive income every single month. And as I've gone on this journey, I'm like, this is so cool. I need to show other people how to do it. So I actually have a program where I teach other dietitians and healthcare professionals how they too can build a business based around blogging. Now, the reason I love blogging is that it brings in that passive income. And I'm sure we'll talk more about what passive income is, but it gives you time freedom. It can give you financial freedom. And because I started blogging and also because I started teaching other people how to blog and working with Greg and really building up my my business and changing my mindset, I've been able to leave my full-time job, something I never thought was possible. <laughs> I fully intended to work at the VA. That's where I worked, the Department of Veteran Affairs. I fully intended to work there until I was 68 and a half, retire with my pension. Like I had plans. The plans have changed, <laughs> but it's opened up this amazing door for me for a life that I never thought was possible. I've got two kiddos. My son is 11. My daughter is seven. And I feel like time is going so fast and I'm just blinking. And all of a sudden these little babies are these big humans. And oh my gosh, it's so important for me that I'm able to be more present with them, more home with them while I still have them in the home with me. So that's a very abbreviated version of my journey of what I've been on dietitian, full-time business owner or full-time employee to now full-time entrepreneur. And I love blogging. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's a couple of things that I need to ask you you want to know what's so cool. You tell parts of your story and I've heard just like how you've heard my story, you know, many times before, but then there's certain things that I'm like, wait, 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 I, I want to talk about that more. Hey, by the way, I got you on this podcast. So I want to, I want to <laughs> dive into a few things that you said. So one thing you said is that you didn't always self-identify as an entrepreneur. Yep. Yep. What, like, like go into that a little bit more because I, I think there's a lot of people that feel the way that you feel. And now you identify as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. So changed. Yeah. Well, I think it's because I always thought to be an entrepreneur, you have to work with patients. You have to have your own practice. You have to... I just had this idea of what an entrepreneur was. And that was someone with either a brick and mortar practice or an online practice. They took insurance. There were all these moving parts of their business that sounded horrible to me, like if I had to do it myself. And, and that's what I thought an entrepreneur was. I thought an entrepreneur just meant you were in private practice. But what changed for me was I was at a nutrition conference, actually. Um, this is actually fun. I'll go on a little tangent. But I was at a nutrition conference in 2019. It was the Oregon Washington Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics Conference. And I heard three entrepreneurial dietitians talk. One spoke all about social media, the other about building your brand, and the other one about corporate wellness. And when I was listening to them, I realized I am an entrepreneur. I am um, this creative, visionary business owner person. And I realized there's all these things that we can do. And even things I was doing that made me an entrepreneur where I didn't have to work with patients from doing the freelance writing, doing webinars, um, doing coaching, doing business to business, working with other healthcare professionals, um, even things like selling digital goods, creating courses, online programs, um, selling eBooks, selling real books, making physical goods. Like there are so many things that we can do as entrepreneurs 
that I have a heart for, I just never thought I could do. So I think it was when I was at that meeting, there was actually a dietitian there and she was talking about corporate wellness and she was talking about how businesses are looking for dietitians. But she said, looking into the crowd, she said, they are looking for you. And I swear she looked right into my soul when she said, they are looking for you. And I'm like, they're looking for me. I don't know who they are and I don't know what I'm going to do, but people are looking for me and I know I can help them. So kind of the fun, fun thing about that story is I actually went back to that conference, the same conference. It was in a different city. It was the Oregon Washington Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics conference. A couple of, well, no, just a couple of weeks ago, it was pretty recent. It was the first in-person dietitian event I've been in since the pandemic. And I actually had the opportunity to speak on stage as an entrepreneur talking about starting a side hustle. And it was amazing to think that just a couple of years prior, I was sitting in the audience like, oh, I'm going to do the thing. And then fast forward, next time we met in person, I was doing the thing on stage, hopefully inspiring other people to go on their own entrepreneurial journey. That's absolutely amazing. There's, a, there's amazing on all fronts. Uh, here was the big thing. And that's why I said, I wanted you to go into that a little bit more because I realized that that's another thing that we have in common. And I'm sure many of you listening right now are like, gosh, that was what I thought too, is that we think an entrepreneur is someone that does this thing. So in Katie's case, she was like an entrepreneur, someone that has a practice. And I don't want to have to see more people, you know, or, or this and that, whatever, right? But she didn't realize uh, what the true definition of an entrepreneur is. And an entrepreneur is here, here, let me see if I can read it, you know, for you. It's someone who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so. A business is you being able to serve someone in a way that solves a definitive problem for them through your solution. So you can do that through creating a blog. You can do that through creating eBooks. You can do that through being an author. You can do that through having an online program. You can do that through having a membership community that brings people together. Mm -hmm. You can do that. There's so many different ways. It's not just having a practice. Mm -hmm. Kate, the reason why I, I bring that up is because, uh, Last week, I talked about the thing that has cost me the most money in my career, and that is both my arrogance and my ignorance. Ignorance sometimes mm -hmm. is just not having knowledge of what the thing is. So could you have not, like, if you knew that before going to that conference, I wonder if you knew that five years ago, six years ago, I wonder if you would have dabbled in this world even quicker, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, a lot of times you say, well, you know, it's all in the Lord's, you know, you know, timing. And, and, and I do believe that as well. Um, but I do wonder at times if I would have put myself, like you still had to go to that conference. You still had to put your butt in the seat. Um, and that person had to speak to you and maybe God was speaking through that person and it touched you in a way, but man, I, I wonder how many people feel that, that. Entrepreneur means they have to do this, they have to do that. I'm not saying it's, it's hard work and there's risk. And if you look at that definition that I just gave you, that's literally what you've done. You, you've put up financial risk in order to learn not how to be, I didn't teach you how to be a blogger. Yeah. I taught you how to own and operate a business. And you have to be willing to put up financial risk to, to, uh, to uh, learn that, right? And yeah. you have to be willing to put up financial risk in order to invest in your business to grow the business to what it is today and help all the people you've helped today. So, okay. So that's the first thing. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, the next thing you said is that you did multiple side hustles 
that eventually led you to blogging. So what were some of those other ones that you did? You said what uh, uh, webinars, right? Was there any other ones besides that? Yeah. So I did freelance writing. I did um, copy editing. I did work with continuing education companies. Mm. I did um, some work with brands. I did some fun gigs, like for example, with the Meals on Wheels of America, like this national organization, I was able to like teach, write practice papers and teach webinars. So a lot of kind of mismatch random things before I kind of figured out what I was doing. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think there's a really big point in that, um, you know, everybody wants to find their thing right away. Mm-hmm. And guys, listen, Katie, uh, is someone that you all should be aspiring. You know, if you want inspiration and you want it, not from someone that's been in the entrepreneur game, like myself for 18 years, but you're like, yeah, he's too far off. Katie's been doing this for about two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, and, and she, she, I mean, she's done some amazing things. I'm sure she'll talk about it, you know, in a bit, but, uh, I, I want you all to know that she didn't have it all figured out from the first day. Uh, what she did is, is she explored exploration leads to conversations. Conversations lead to clarity. And she did freelance and she did this and she did that. And she, you know, wrote for these different boards and this, this that, 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 and all over and did a lot of different things. And then as she explored, she started to realize there was something that was kind of like tug- tugging at her, you know, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, this is it. And then it led to blogging. And then she mastered this piece of it, right? And she realized that, wow, this thing is making me money. This is awesome. Are there more things I can do with it? And then she decided she's going to invest in learning how to actually turn this thing into a business and something that she said, I wanted to go from hobby to taking this seriously. And, uh, and, and that's when, you know, I entered into the picture a bit, you know? And so, and so my point is you guys, if, if you are thinking that, oh my gosh, I, I can't move right now because I'm not 100% sure. So because of that, I'm not going to move. That's actually the worst thing you could do. Right now, many of you are in a season of exploration and it's time for you to explore and try things. Katie didn't just say, oh, let me think on that a little. She actually did it. She did the thing and then eventually she found uh, what it is that, that she's doing today and how she's helping Lots and lots and lots of people. So anyways, those are just some of the amazing things that I heard you say. Here, here can I say one, uh, one other thing too? So you said that you know with blogging, it helps with SEO. Basically, you're getting people massive traffic. So I guess my question is, you, you've used blogging for passive income, but how about for the person that is a private practice owner? How about for the person that is a coach? How about for the person that is a consultant? How about for the person that has an agency? How about for the person that wants to build a cash-based practice? Could this not help them? Because at the end of the day, aren't you getting people or helping people with getting massive amounts of traffic? You said you have a hundred thousand hits on your site a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, (laughs) well, I I will say I tend to target the introverted dietitian because that's a little bit who I am. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing, but you can do blogging regardless of what you do. It doesn't even matter what you're doing with your business. Blogging is a wonderful way to build massive traffic. We want a world where if someone is going to Google and about 90% of people use Google. So I talk about Google all the time. If someone's going to Google and they're searching something related to what you do, 
you want them to find you. You want it to pull up you on the first page of Google. So that way they can find out what you do and how you can help them. It's this incredible way of building traffic organically. And, you know, marketing is a whole beast, right? We have paid ads, we have organic traffic, we have social media, but blogging is a tried and true way that you can build massive traffic. I get so much more traffic through Google than I do from any of the search engines at all. So if you want to see more patients come into your practice, having a blog on the side is a wonderful way to build in massive traffic. So that way, there's ways you can make money blogging. So it's additional income streams that you're adding to your practice, but then you're also getting more clients and more of the right clients into your practice. You guys, I I can vouch for this 150%. Katie, I don't know how much you I've told you about this part of my story, but from 2007 to 2011, I blogged. That was my that was my thing. You can you'll probably critique me. Go to runningandrehab.blogspot.com. It's still up. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> but, but but basically, um, I, I I blogged, and I honestly did it just for mere entertainment and just being able to journal what I was going through as a physical therapist and a runner trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And I found out that my blog was doing a lot better than my physical therapy website. And so my the web designer, web developer guy said, "Hey." Let's integrate this blog into your site. My business uh, more than uh, 2X the next year. And I want to tell you, 2009, when that bubble hit in 2008, 2009 was a rough year. A lot of people went out of business. Um, I actually grew in business. And through that tough time between you know, 2000, middle 2008 to about 2010, 11, um, my business exponentially grew. And it was primarily because of the blog. Blogging got me my first consulting gig. Blogging got me actually my second consulting gig as well. And, yeah. um, and then that's what then positioned me as the, the, the Google guy in PT. And so, yeah. guys, yeah. everything you're saying is 100% the truth. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I want to say one thing about that is that one thing about having a blog is it makes you an authority in your space. Hmm. A lot of people find me online and they look at me as the go-to. I am not the only geriatric dietitian. I would argue I'm probably not even the best geriatric dietitian, but I have a website called The Geriatric Dietitian. And when you look up topics related to my niche, it pulls up my website and there I am. So it gives you a lot of authority, which gives you other opportunities and people wanting to go to you because they see you as the best because you are the first person they see. So there's, there's a lot to be said about that piece as well. Guys, the best is not always the best. <laughs> okay. The best um, is the perceived best. There's a difference between the best and being the perceived best. And the perceived best is the person that um, grabs my attention and gets my attention. And, you know, the fact that people are searching for whatever it is that, that they're searching for, like, and it has, happens to be something that you can help them with. Isn't that what you want? Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is this just makes so many sense on so many different, <laughs> you know, levels. So um can we dive a little bit into blogging and the passive income aspect of it? Can you give us some um, I don't know, some myths behind what it takes to blog? Do you need to have like a English um a master's in English, or do you need to have a de- like? Like, kind of help me with that. Like, what what does someone need to do, or 
who does someone need to be in order to blog? Sure. Sure. So I will say to blog, you have to be willing to invest in yourself, invest um, your finances, invest your time, invest your energy. And it's, it's going to take a lot of work because blogging is a long-term game. If you have a practice and you want to use blogging as a way to build up traffic, you could probably do that relatively quickly. But for making the multiple streams of passive income, which I love so much, it takes time. Now, it took me about 17 months before I was making what I would say substantial money through the blog. So in the scheme of life, it's not that long. But when you're in the day-to-day grind, it takes time. So the other thing I would say is you don't want to go cheap when you start a blog. There is a right way to do a blog and a wrong way to do a blog. You can be the best writer in the whole wide world. But if you don't learn the principles of search engine optimization and how to build your blog, build your traffic, you're not going to have any success. And on the flip side, you can be a really bad writer or spreading information that is not correct. So we know in the healthcare space, regardless of what discipline we're in, I think we're all battling people where there's like some other discipline out there who's not science-based. They're spreading incorrect information. And we have to battle with that with our clients because people are doing crazy stuff because they're reading crazy things from people on the internet who are very good at SEO. So we want to make sure that we are using the right platforms. We are using the right strategy. We are learning and investing in ourselves so that we can build a blog the right way. Some people want to do things for free. But the thing is, the overhead for a blog and an online business is so, so low compared to a brick and mortar. It is it is nothing in the scheme of things. But sometimes we're tempted like, oh, I'm going to create a free website and create it on the wrong platform so you really can't grow traffic. So anyways, you want to make sure that you invest, you learn the right way to do things. But then beyond that, I see a lot of people who are so motivated and they'll create the blog. It'll be a good blog. But the problem is they don't continue to work on putting out blog articles and doing what's called um, off-page SEO. So different principles to continue to increase the authority of your website. So Google ranks you on the first page. So maintaining motivation can be the struggle. Mm. And how we maintain the motivation is by making sure that we have a very strong why. We know why we're doing the thing because when things get crazy, because life's always going to get crazy, we'll continue to show up and do the work. Surrounding ourselves with the right community, people who will encourage us, who will build us up, who will talk us back up when we're like, this is never going to work. And just focusing on putting one foot in front of the other. You know, I actually still have a screensaver on my phone that says patience, progress, and consistency. Mm. And I put this up during a time that I kind of called the valley of blogging. You create a blog and you're on cloud nine. This is awesome. It's totally going to work. But then when time goes by, you don't see what you feel like you should be in terms of growth. You start feeling like this is never going to work. Who do I think I am? This worked for them, but it's never going to work for me. And you start really doubting yourself and getting in your own head. Most people give up at this point. But if you want success, you have to keep going because this is possible for anyone and everyone who really wants to do it and wants to show up and do it. So for me, I focus on being patient. Remembering blogging is a long-term game. Focusing on progress, putting one foot in front of the other, recognizing that little steps lead to long distances <laughs> when I look back, and then being consistent, just continuing to show up and do the thing. And it, it, it's possible, but I think you need to have all of those things. You have to create your blog on the right type of platform. You have to learn SEO, but then you also have to create systems and communities that's going to help you long-term. And really it comes down to having the right strategy of treating blogging like a business, not treating blogging like a hobby, but treating it like a true business, recognizing it's going to take some time and some effort, but it's going to be so, so worth it in the end. 
Does it sound similar to anything else? (laughs) Business? I don't know. Um, Yeah. Gosh, isn't that funny? You have to have patience. You have to have progress. And you have to have consistency, correct? Is that what you said, right? Yep. Yep. Um, And you're going to hit valleys. And uh, you guys, I, I think, I think that's, that's kind of, it's kind of how it is with everything. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, anything yeah. worth it, anything worth it that has a massive payoff at the end is going to take patience. It's going to take progress and it's going to take consistency on the right behaviors. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and, and Katie said, you know, uh, you know, we need community. We're going to need accountability. You're going to need, cause you're going to hit those valleys. It's just crazy to me because it's so similar to so it, it there's so many similarities to business. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's how it works. So many people are so close to hitting their big breakthrough moment and they quit right when it was about to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta be honest with you, that's part of the game. That's part of who really deserves it. You know, is it the people that are going to quit anyways? Well, why, like, if you're going to quit anyways, why should you been given, be given stewardship over many people's lives, knowing that you're going to quit anyways? You know, yeah. this is part of it. This is part of the developing yourself into the person that I can actually handle the things that are about to come your way. But it's right there, it's right there. And it's always going to be right after you want to quit. Yes. There. Yep. Absolutely. And there were many times when I thought this blogging stuff's never going to work for me, but now it's so nice to just pick up my phone in the morning and be like, oh, I made a few hundred dollars yesterday. I didn't do anything with the blog. And <laughs> it's a great feeling. Uh-huh. That's, that's so amazing. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, someone that wants to get into blogging for you, you said it took about 17 months before you started to see, okay. How much time did you invest on a weekly basis? Like, honestly, you know, you, you know, towards this and how much time do you invest today? I would say in the beginning, I was investing around five to seven hours per week. So not that much in the scheme of things. Some weeks I might do none. Some weeks I might do a little more. My goal was to get out two to four blog articles per month. A lot of that had to do with changing my mindset and not being a typical perfectionist dietitian and recognizing that done is better than perfect and focusing on uh, blogging. A lot of it is like social media, other business principles. It's a volume game. <laughs> we have to get the right type of articles, but we have to get a lot out. So working on my mindset to get out more articles. So I would say about five to seven hours of work per week in the beginning. At this point, I probably don't even spend five to seven hours per month. Um, and part of that is because I am thinking like a business owner and I utilize the money that I'm making in the business to hire other people to do the work. So it really is hands-off at this point and it is making me some pretty consistent passive income. Uh, You guys, this again, this is how it works, folks. Five to seven hours a week on average, some weeks more some weeks less, but on average, five to seven hours a week. I can tell you that if I said to the majority of you, in a year and a half, you're going to be making enough income, passively, by the way, to where it could probably pay your mortgage. Like, Would you say that your mortgage or your rent is like by time, you don't have to tell us 
exact numbers, but in that 18 to 24 month span, could you pay at least your car note or your mortgage or something along those lines? Probably. Yeah. Guys, it's crazy to me why people wouldn't do this. And I think the only reason why they wouldn't do it is because they don't believe that they could make that. And I'm not, look, I'm I'm not trying to say, I mean, I know what Katie, I, I know she was able to. I'm not trying to say, so even if it was 24 months, at five to seven hours a week, five to seven hours a week, we waste like 20 hours a week. Okay. Five to seven hours a week. And in my mind, you know, Katie, the way I'm looking at it, so that's basically like an hour a day. That's like me taking away one Ozark episode a day. That's me taking away one show a day. That's me saying, okay, you know what? Forget not even take it. I'm going to take 30 minutes extra in the beginning of my day and 30 minutes before I go to work. This is not something that you have to go and leave your job per se. This is something that if you just, just, just steward your time a little bit better, you can do this. And over time, this could create what it has created for, for Katie and for many others. Um, okay. So that's kind of interesting. And then you said, now you don't really spend any time with it, but it actually makes you more money than it did when you started. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. It's this beautiful flip-flop. You put in the time and the work and then your blog starts working for you. Yeah. I don't know what's so crazy. Uh, Apple, Apple, the, the Apple, the computer media company, they're the first trillion dollar company. Okay. And Apple was created in 1978. I believe Apple made, um, got to a trillion. I think it was 2012. I think, I think it was 2012. Well, now they're 3 trillion. So 2012. So it was from 2012, I think to 20, I'm sorry. It was 2014 is when they hit a trillion. So 2014 to 2017, I believe they got from a million to 2 trillion. And, um, and then now from 2017 to now, it's at three trillion. Can you imagine that? It took them, took them like nearly 40 years. Took them nearly 40 years to go from zero to a trillion. But it took them literally three years to go from a trillion to two and another three years to go from two to three. And so I know that's a really gargantuan example I'm giving you. But you know what Katie's saying is that like, you know, she started her blog back in 2019. Right. And it's 2022 now. And she's not putting really any time at all into it. And her blog is making her much more money than when she started. And she's now able to hire other people to do her system. So let's talk about that system a little bit more. It looks like you have um, resources and programs that can help people with that, correct? Yep. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about those things and what things you have for our listeners. Because I really want people to be able to, and I want to show them that there are many ways to be able to create passive income for themselves. Um, And I think blogging is one of those ways because you've proven it. I've seen, I've seen the receipts for, you know, for you. So, (laughs) so, so can you tell them a little bit more about your systems and ways that they can um, get access to those systems? 
Sure. So I have, you know, I mentioned on this journey as I'm starting to make money blogging and saying like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. More people need to be doing this. I started a program called the Blogging Accelerator Program designed to help people reach that long-term success. Because again, I saw so many people starting with enthusiasm and then it would just burn out or they would start trying to like create a a free website, trying to learn it all on their own through through YouTube and all that, and just not having success, putting in so much work, but not having success because they weren't willing to really invest in themselves. So I created this program to help launch dietitians and healthcare professionals into the online space, making multiple money through multiple passive income through multiple streams of income, essentially. And so through my program, it really walks dietitians. And again, we have other healthcare professionals who are entering the program now. I'm a dietitian, so that's who I primarily focus on. But first thing we do is we get clarity in what are you going to blog about? What is the thing that you're going to create your blog on with all the potential topics we could write about? Then we dive into how to actually build the blog, which can be confusing because we are healthcare professionals and not tech people. So I actually have a course which walks people step-by-step how to build their blog. Then we learn the principles behind search engine optimization, how to grow massive traffic. We figure out what are the topics that I could write about based on my niche that people are looking up online and I could rank on the first page of Google for. We go through not just creating blog articles, but how do we actually find the time to do the things we want to do within our brand? How do we have the confidence to push publish on our articles? Because a lot of people, they'll edit an article 10 times and they won't just push publish because they're too much in their head. So how do we get through that mindset issue? We talk about how to build other you know, um, types of audience through social media, through email marketing, because blogging is a business. So what are these other pieces on how to bring people into our world? Then we go over all the ways on how to make money. Once you're building in traffic, what are the things you could do to make money from ad revenue to digital goods, to courses, to affiliate income, and all the things that you could do to make passive income through the blog? And then it goes into making a plan for, okay, you got all the bones in place. How do you continue to have success long-term? Now in my program, I actually had the doors closed for quite a few months because I was working on how can I bring this back bigger and better than ever, provide more value, more support, more accountability. That piece I talked about with maintaining the motivation through that desert. How could I help with the accountability and consistency and putting out blog articles? So I'm actually bringing in a lot of things into my program because once you join my program, you have access for life because blogging is a long-term game. I want to give people support long-term, but we're bringing in a blog accountability program where it actually includes systems to help you create your blog articles every month and get rewarded for putting out blog articles. So you create the blog as you want to, but then through this program, you're actually going to get opportunities to be rewarded for doing the work that you said you're going to do in the first place. Having accountability partners, having live Q&A calls, but then also bringing in a guest coach to talk about marketing, sales, and mindset. The biggies that are so important with any business, especially our mindset. So this program is called the Blogging Accelerator Program and is designed to help launch people in to this online space but then help them to stay there and reach those long-term goals of making money through multiple streams of income through their own business and brand. And I think as we were kind of talking, there was one more thing I kind of want to dive into about building your own brand and your own business. You know, when I first started with my side hustles, I was doing work for other people where now I do work for myself. And I want to paint the picture of when I was a freelance writer. At that time, I was getting paid about 10 cents per word. And I will tell you, I remember when I wrote my first sentence and I'm like, that sentence costs a dollar. I thought it was so cool. But the thing was, is I would get paid one and done. 
Now that business was paying me to create that content because they knew it would make their business so much more money. (laughs) Where for me, I wasn't going to get paid again for that content. I actually was looking back on an article that I wrote on vitamin D for older adults. It's online now. I got paid $150 to write that one article where I could put in the same effort and energy for my own business and write the same article for my blog and make so much more money. An example of my top article on my blog right now, looking over the first or just the last 30 days, this one blog article made $441 in ad revenue alone. That's one month. And this is recurring money month after month that it could make. So having that mindset of, okay, I could write an article for someone else and get paid $150, or I can write an article for my own brand, granted this is a couple of years out, and make over $400 every single month with this one article. So I think one thing to think about is that when it comes to being an entrepreneur, building your own business, you have to consider, do you want to spend your time, your efforts, your energy, your passion building your own dream? Or someone else's dream. When I was a freelancer, I was building other people's dreams. (laughs) Now that I am an entrepreneur and I'm putting all of my time and my talents into my own business, I'm building my own dreams. And I think that's a lot of the heart behind why I'm doing what I'm doing is that I want to help people have that long-term success of building their own dreams and helping a lot of people and making so much more money in the process. For those people that are like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) I want to start the process of building my own dreams, where, where would you send them right now to get started with knowing more about you and your program? Sure. So if you go to blogfreebie.com, B-L-O-G-F-R-I-F-R-I. Oh gosh, don't listen to me spell. Blogfreebie, B-L-O-G-F-R-E-E-B-I-E.com. This will lead you to my blogging as a business webinar. It's a little bit over an hour, but it's a really good webinar because it walks you through all the nitty gritty details we couldn't cover on this podcast from how do you make money blogging? What, what is this SEO business and what does it look like? What are the steps I need to take to build a business based on blogging? I like talking numbers. So I share the behind the scene numbers with you know my traffic, how much money I've made and all the things behind the scenes. Because I think it's helpful to see an example of what this really looks like. So share all the details of how to make money through blogging, but then also share information on, gosh, if you identify and you're like, I want in, I want to do this thing. I have information on how to join the Blogging Accelerator program. So go to blogfreebie.com. You can check out that webinar. You're going to learn a ton and you'll learn more about my program and can have an opportunity to potentially join or even hop on a call with me and chat about if blogging is the right fit for you. Uh, it's, It's so amazing and it's so awesome. And this is 2022 and we have so many different ways to be able to serve and help people with the gifts and the knowledge that we have. Katie, I get asked every single week, how can I make more money and have more impact with the things that I just spent all this money accumulating? Meaning that I spent all this money to become a dietitian. I spent all this money to become an occupational therapist. I spent all this money to become a DPT. How do I make more and how do I impact more? Because I don't feel like I'm equipped with the things that. Um, I need to be able to do that with what I currently have. You guys, this right here is one of your answers. Okay. This is a way. I'm not saying it's the only way. This is definitely a viable way, especially for those of you that want to use the knowledge that you currently have and turn it into into income and turn it into passive income. Uh, Katie, you gave so much amazing information. I want to just thank you 
beyond thank you for 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 what you've done. Uh, there there's a few other things I, I I think are really important, you know, for people to understand. Uh, and I want to just quickly give the story about uh, our time at First Watch when we were going to breakfast. Uh, so Katie's in my mastermind program. She uh, we meet four times a year, and uh, this is maybe two months ago or something like that. We were yeah. all together. It was a Saturday morning, just finished uh, our first session of being together. And we went across the street to this place called First Watch, right? And so when we're there, we're waiting for our table. It's probably about 10, 15 minute wait. And Katie goes on to tell me about uh, her plane flight over here. So she's in uh, the Northwest part of the United States, right? And she, huh? yeah, and she, and, and she, and she, and she tells me about, uh, about someone who it was her first time. I think it was either her first time on a plane or she hadn't been on a plane in a long time. Is that correct? First time. First time on a plane. Yeah. yeah first time on a plane. So as Katie was describing the story to me and her walking this person through a problem that they had, which is they were pretty scared to get on a plane. Okay. And all the different tips and advice and just guidance and accountability and just being there for that person to help them through kind of a tough, tough couple hours. You know what I mean? And Katie was telling me the story, right? And she's telling me, and I, yeah, you guys, her face is like lighting up as she's explaining how awesome it was to help this person. And so Katie, do you remember what I told you after that? Do you remember? Refresh my memory. <laughs> She was excited, like Katie loves to help people and she loves to help healthcare professionals learn how to blog so that they can help other people with their knowledge that they have. Uh, and, and then those healthcare professionals can be served as well because they're making income and they're building a brand and they're building true impact and something that's going to last, not just with one blog article, but something that's going to like last for a lifetime, recurring revenue over and over and over again, right? Okay. Yeah. She loves to do that, but she also loves to help. I mean, I'm assuming she doesn't call herself a, a flight specialist, you know, a flight anxiety specialist, but she loves to help people. And the reason why I bring that up is because I'm talking to you right now that's got to the end of this podcast. So this is a longer podcast than normal. Is that you? Are you someone that loves to help? People and you just want to see people's lives better, but the way that you're doing it right now, it's kind of tiring. Like you can't even imagine the idea of having to see one more client, or having to see ten more clients, or thinking that entrepreneurship is you doing what you're doing right now and opening up a practice and getting a building and getting this and getting that. But you know deep down you want to help more people and you want to have lots of impact, but at the same time. There's just, there's just only so much time and energy, physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy that you have. Is that you? If you said yes, then do me a favor. Go to blogfreebie.com, right? Go, just go there and go check it out. Because what we need is we need more entrepreneurs. But we need people to understand that entrepreneurship doesn't come in one particular shape and size. It's many different ways. And so for those of you that, want to use your knowledge. You want to use your knowledge to be able to get it out to people that are actually looking for your knowledge. I, I, I would highly, highly, highly recommend at least looking into this. 
and seeing if this would be a great fit you know, for you. And I don't normally do this, but this is someone that I trust uh, and I know has a, certain, a servant's heart. And Katie, I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, Thanks for having me. Where, where can the people find you besides blogfreebie.com? Where can they find yes. you on social media? Yes. So you can find me on social media at Dietitian Side Hustle. That's my brand. So on Facebook, I have a group called Dietitian Side Hustle on Instagram at Dietitian Side Hustle. And then even my blog, DietitianSideHustle.com and my podcast. I have a podcast. She got a podcast too. Awesome. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Katie. Thank, Thank you all. You. I appreciate it. Hey, if you guys have any uh, questions for me that you want me to give over to Katie, you can also text me at 813-534-6453. Just text me dietitian, okay? Or text me even better because I know there's a dietitian that listens to this, there's PTs, there's OTs. Text me blog and then go ahead and ask any questions. And I've got the in with Katie and I will get your questions answered for you. So text me blog at 813-534-6453 and I'll get her over your questions and we will get you answers. All right. Love you guys. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time.